a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we're very pleased to be joined by Dana Perino uh, on the line. Dana, of course, is the author of Everything Will Be Okay, Life Lessons for Young Women, from a former young woman. I will put that in quotations there. Former White House Press Secretary, uh, of course, and uh, she is the anchor of The Daily Briefing with Dana Perino and co-host of The Five on Fox News Channel. And uh, Dana, thanks for carving out some time. I know it's a busy day for you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we wanted to Just go ready be- for the five. Oh, good. <laughs> we wanted to go behind the scenes a little bit today. Uh, obviously, President Biden is on his first big uh, foreign tour. And just wanted to get your perspective. The messaging of these things is always so fascinating to me and what mm-hmm. goes into the strategy and the preparation. And so so take us behind the scenes a little bit as you get as you're flying across on Air Force One, uh, getting ready for this kind of thing. What are the what are the strategy? What are the communication meetings looking like uh, rolling into this uh, this kind of tour? Well, one of the things that the Biden team itself wanted to put out there and they wrote an op ed about this. They've done a lot of pre press before this. Uh, event uh, of, of this week, you know, the meeting this week, and then the summit with Putin at the end of the next week. Um, he is not Trump, right? That's what he wanted it to be clear. He wanted to say um, America is back. The interesting thing about that, however, is that a lot of our allies, while they might have disliked the tone and approach of President Trump, they weren't really that upset with the policy. Right. And so, uh, and now that is with one big exception, and that was on climate change. Mm. Um, the fact that the Trump administration withdrew from the climate accord, that was a big problem for them. And to some extent, Iran, uh, that Iran nuclear deal, they really liked that. So those are the two big issues. Um, but we ha- you have to remember Dana's first rule of presidential foreign travel, something always happens back home that will require lots of attention. <laughs> and the press will have to follow that and ask about it, about it when he's on the road. And that's frustrating for a president because they want to you know, talk about foreign policy. But just trust me, something always happens at home. That's right. And it always seems like when they want to focus at home, there's always something overseas that's taking place. There's always uh, exactly. <laughs> that competing <laughs> stuff going on. It's, it seems to me that uh, part of the messaging uh, for the Biden administration is this is sort of a buildup kind of trip, starting in with one of our closest allies in Great Britain and then to the G7 uh, it doesn't seem like he wants to do kind of a President Trump-esque mano a mano with Vladimir Putin, but he sort of wants to build this coalition and bring sort of bring the, the we to the party uh, when he meets with uh, Vladimir Putin next week. Well, I don't think it was a good idea to call this meeting with Putin a summit. I think that elevates it way too high. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows that the stakes are really high. And also it puts all of this attention 
on Putin, um, who I think, frankly, doesn't deserve it. I think it would have been better to say, yeah, we're going to get coffee when I'm over there rather than calling it a summit. That sounds very grand. And I think it elevates Putin to a level he doesn't deserve. However, I thought that President Biden in his um, upon landing in the U.K., he gave some remarks to American troops that are based there. And he said, I am going to be talking to Putin. I'm going to make sure he knows what's on my mind. And they they all laughed and cheered. And so, you know, we need um, to talk to our adversary, of course, but we also have a huge amount of problems with Russia. In the first few days of this foreign trip, what President Biden will try to do is get our allies to all be on the same page when it comes to dealing with Russia, China and Iran. I think that might be harder than it sounds. And that's partly because they, um, many of those European countries, especially Germany, have economic ties to, for example, Iran. And others um, are all trying to figure out a way to deal with China in a way that will keep their economies from collapsing. Yeah. And I do think the complexities of all of that. Uh, and again, I want to tie this into a, a messaging strategy. So you're, you're, you're mapping all of these things out. You're looking at all the contingencies and, and which of those delegations are going to have issues with Russia versus which ones will have issues with the Iran deal mm-hmm. and, and uh, China and so on. Uh, and so, again, uh, I just want to point out for our listeners, you know, the fact that you pointed out that calling it a summit uh, was an mm-hmm. issue. Uh, what are some of the I other things? So. What are some of the mm-hmm. other things that you would be thinking about in terms of that messaging? You you mentioned his speech to the troops, very positive, nice, warm, easy, open. Uh, but what comes next? Well, I, I think that there's a, something that the Biden team that did was very smart. One of the things that they're going to try to do to get other EU countries to participate in providing vaccines to poor countries around the world, because we need to get those countries uh, vaccinated so that this pandemic can well and truly get behind us. Uh, The Biden administration announced today that they will be purchasing 500 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine and they will be challenging other countries to step up and do the same. So I think, again, from a messaging standpoint, getting ready to go into this, that's a good headline to walk in, walk in with. Yeah. And let's go to one of those headlines before I let you go and get ready for your next headline uh, on the five. Uh, If you were uh, on this trip uh, and you were writing that headline, because often that's how those strategy sessions begin, is what do we want the headline to be tomorrow Mm -hmm. and the next day? Uh, What are some of the headlines that you would be pushing for uh, for the administration on this trip? Well, if you remember, again, I'm putting myself in their shoes. I don't think it will be hard for them to be able to get really good press on this trip because um, whereas the Biden, the, I'm sorry, the Harris trip to the border, or not to the border, excuse me, obviously, not to the border. <laughs> not quite uh, to the border. Central America yeah. <laughs> was, was, um, was largely seen as a, as a, just a disaster. This yes. is not a good trip. Yeah. This trip for President Biden, the media will constantly be saying, um, and this is why Biden is better than President Trump. <laughs> and I just don't think it will be hard for the Biden team to get some decent press initially as they start their first foreign trip of the administration. Yeah. As you were in with uh, President George W. Bush uh, on these kinds of trips, uh, what was what was the biggest challenge that you fought? You mentioned, uh, you know, what's happening back at home, keeping the balance there. Yeah, sure. I mean, I remember one time, for example, we were in Tanzania and we really wanted to focus on the president's emergency plan for AIDS relief and a lot of the great work that the American taxpayers were doing to help provide for, um, for example, malaria treatments and things like that. And Kosovo um, was finally declared a country while we were on the road. And so we were in Africa, but we were having to talk about Kosovo. (laughs) It just felt very incongruous. And then when we were in Japan, there was something big that happened back in the States, and we couldn't get anyone to focus on the issues there. So I just think the fact that 
you know, the world keeps spinning no matter where the president is. And so it's hard to control the message when things just happen. Yeah, uh, always a challenge. Uh, Dana Perino, I'm going to let you go because I know you've got uh, the five coming up here. I'm going to go the, the hour. five, yeah. So uh, we appreciate you joining us today. Great book. If you haven't picked up Dana's book, it is great summer reading. Uh, everybody should pick that up, whether you have daughters or not. Everything will be okay. Life lessons for young women. And uh, again, just great insight as always. We appreciate your thinking, appreciate your voice. Dana Perino, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Take care. All right. Again, that's uh, Dana Perino joining us again. So interesting for me to look at uh, the communication strategy. I love the fact that that Dana pulled out some of these things that you wouldn't even think about. How many of you thought this morning, well, it's really interesting that they're calling the meeting with Vladimir Putin a summit. Is it really a summit? Does that elevate it too high? Does that offend uh, some of our allies that are having these meetings at the G7 or in the U.K.? Uh, All of those things are very subtle, but they send messages. And again, some of those messages are voters here in the United States. Some of those messages are to our allies around the world. And just as important, there are messages that need to be sent to our foes and our enemies around the world. And so balancing all of those, I think, is uh, such an intricate and such a challenging thing uh, that, uh, again, these communication staffs, these uh, strategists on uh, inside the administration, whether it's a, a Democrat or a Republican in the White House, uh, the strategy stuff, the the juggling of the balls and the spinning of the plates uh, and keeping the trains on time are all really, really challenging things to do. And so I, I love to get Dana's perspective from behind the scenes of what does this look like? What are the conversations that are happening? Uh, also, just uh, seeing where they can have some some nice wins. Obviously, there will be some nice wins for President Biden on this, uh, as, as we've been covering today. Uh, and as Dana mentioned, uh, this uh, purchase of uh, vaccines by the United States will be part of a broader initiative with many of our G7 partners uh, that will be announced later on this week. Uh, so there are some good things, some good early momentum for the president rolling into this. Uh, the challenges lie ahead, of course, in dealing with climate, uh, with Russia, with China, with Iran. Uh, Those are all going to be difficult things. And again, we're going to watch and cover how they roll out, what's said, how it's said, what it means, and the impact around the world and right here at home. We're going to step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about why it is so important not to just show up, but to show up big every day, every time. Find out what we're talking about coming up next. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.